0: Thank you Yeah. Silence howling catches angels as they fall And the all-time winner Has got him by the boss
1: high skill camp, all of that junk do not We'll tell you why. You was out of your mind. Didn't know what is it were doing. Oh, sir. A band of angels come over from heaven after me. Said we've come to take you up today. <laughs> They've taken me up. I went right up through the roof of that building in the arms of a band of angels are going like lightning. Got up above I could look down and see the city, look out there and see the golden gate in heaven after me. It just come to take you up today. <laughs> they have taken me up. I went right up through the roof of that building in the arms of a band of angels. that are going like lightning. Got up above Frisco. I could look down and see the city, look out down and see the golden gate in the bay, and the old ocean out yonder, one was away yonder, going through the skies like lightning. Finally got out of Santa Cruz, got over yonder among the most beautiful worlds that man's eyes have ever beheld. Man, it will pay you to go to heaven to make the trip, to <laughs> just make the trip to heaven and see God's world between here and God's city and God's home. While we got on the plane where heaven is built and pulled down to those beautiful gates yonder, just as God described them in his book, no man on earth can describe the pearly gates of heaven. When they got inside of the city, there was angels by the millions. We say millions, but don't know what else to say. Down to that city we went, right among the angels, there's a walking and talking and flying, and nowhere to number them, so many of them down to the city, and finally, we got to God's home. God's got a home, and a headquarters where he rules the world from. God's not a floating about like clouds, no, sir. God is a beast, builds and runs the universe, and I was in his home where he carries on the business. One man said, no more everyone to heaven. Well, I said, you're not the fellow that went. And if you don't clean up, you never will go. <laughs> if any man will go to heaven and just look in, I get it, you'll know then that you've got to have a holy heart to go to heaven and keep company with God and the blood-washed army and the angels. You'll have to have it. You'll have to have it to go down and live with God. But you can't do it without it. No use to work for and rise in resolve tell about what this great man said. Why, the other day, a big preacher said now, time's come to have a religious housekeeping. I thought he was going to clean up and get the devil out of the church. That wasn't it. He said we're going to throw the Old Testament over the fence and only take the New Testament as it's in Turkish for the scholars. He called out a house cleaning. Poor fellow, brother, he needs to be washed again. But come on. When I got down to God's home, nobody in the world can describe the saints down at God's home. The great organs out on the hillside begun to play till heaven was full of music as the ocean is of water. And I was right in among them. And all the blood-washed army, more beautiful than the angels, had no way to number them. And Jesus comes from somewhere right up there in God's big home and coming him and to perform and talk to me. He said, your work is not done, and I'm going to send you back to get sinners converted and be re-sanctified. And man, I wouldn't go anywhere in the world if I couldn't preach holiness. No. I wouldn't preach anywhere on the face of the earth. They haven't got enough money to hire me. While Jesus talked to me, work wasn't done, he's going to send me back. My angels come for me, the damned of angels take a to come back down through that city for miles and miles and miles, come out the big and it back to this world again, come down over those rolling worlds, and.
0: Dr.
2: Hey. <laughs>
3: That song, the Tommy James and the Shondells, Hanky Banky goes out to Lauren, who who's hosting some open mics while Pam is away, and she does a great job. And you should look for uh, the happy hour and all that stand up stuff that's on the same, probably the same menu you got this from, hopefully. If not, we're in big trouble. There's some kind of Hanky Banky.
1: Oh. oh. Ain't nobody there to put me
2: down go the pot
1: Day, and he heard his say, run, 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 federal, get you run, 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 you better get away. Only stopped at the top of the hill, saw them Federals around his field, They busted the barrel and the boiler too, started drinking his mountain to run. Who
4: was put
1: into work for the the Run, run, you better get away. John, he me, the
3: government
1: still, his home.
2: Thank you. I'm
1: over it, a hole in the case to clean out that hole. This arm couldn't be put in the case but it's bound right there. But God bless old God. holding the deep lift. About a hundred and fifty there. They all got on the knees, they claimed, and everyone of them prayed at once and all prayed loud. Now loud they could yell. And now notice, while they're I was a stream of liquid gold and big around his house come right down to heaven above his leg here. went right down the leg to the door and up there, down on that side, back down there and disappeared. Praise the Lord, when that leg, well that, that leg was as easy as my knuckles. I know people said it couldn't have been that way, but well, it was my leg, looks like I ought to know, don't it? When I got out of the great hospital, my room was so full of beautiful cut flowers. Had to take them out. They come down for weeks and weeks every day. They come in great quantities, Fine cut flowers. Then, when I finally got able to leave there, I went to Pasadena. When I got was full of cut flowers down to Pasadena Hospital. Never ordered one down, never paid. Don't know who done it. After I got out of the hospital down here in Oklahoma, a young man told me that he was acquainted with a big oil man there that one time had been converted in my meeting. Said he had become a millionaire in the oil business and he'd taken up for the hot houses in Frisco when, when I died. had went down to furnish all the big used in my room. He didn't tell me. But somebody looked. be Another thing must not forget his arm was so bad in a few
4: days. The arm was so badly broken, said to come in to clean it out every morning.
1: And it looks like it's gonna rot off. And you have to clean out that big hole down around the broken bones every day. And it's so painful, brother, to grow. on earth, but I'd go to shouting and get better. I'd say, hallelujah, glory to God, glory to God! when I went down to furnish it.
4: all
1: that could be used in my room, he didn't tell me another man did. I don't know whether he did or not, but somebody did. Well, glory be to God. Another thing I mustn't forget, his arm was the bad in a few days. Arm was so badly broken, big judge would come in to clean it out every morning. And it looked like it's gonna rot off. And it had to clean out that big hole down around the broken bones every day. And it's so painful, brother. The groan didn't help me deal. <laughs> that didn't help me stick on earth.
3: sleep with each breath that you take every muscle in your body so numb so relaxed and you are going deeper and deeper to sleep with each breath that you take that's it relax your body entirely the more you stare at that spot the more you breathe in and out the more your eyes are getting heavier and heavier with each breath that you take the more your leg muscles are getting Come so relaxed. You are going deeper, in, deeper and deeper to sleep with each breath that you take way down. Eyes are getting heavier and heavier the more you breathe in and no out. The more your eyes are getting heavier and heavier with each breath that you take. That's it. Let yourself go so relaxed. Deeper and deeper to sleep with each breath that you take. When I count from 1 to 10, your eyes will be getting heavier and heavier with each breath that you take. When I get to 10, I want you to close your eyes. Some of you will feel that your eyes are so heavy that you will feel it necessary to close your eyes before. you breathe in and out, the more you are going deeper and deeper to sleep, with each breath that you take, way down, to. every muscle in your body, so numb, so relaxed, and you are going deeper and deeper to sleep, way down, eyes are getting heavier and heavier, with each breath that you take, way down, three, every muscle in your body, so numb, heavier and heavier with each breath that you take, way down, 5, deeper, and deeper to sleep, way down, completely relaxed, leg muscles getting so numb, so relaxed, the more you breathe in and out, the more you are going deeper and deeper to sleep, way down, 5, 6, completely relaxed, deeper, and deeper to sleep with each breath that you take, way down. Your eyes are getting heavier and heavier. To 10 close your eyes and you will go into a wonderful deep sleep way down nine and ten that's it close your eyes
1: Oh my God. How many times?
0: No. Yeah. Take
5: Gladys, uh, gonna try to be that's so hard to remember now. I moved to a different city recently. So when you do something like that, it can be so hard to meet new people. But boy, it's easy to meet old people. They are what? eager to talk. Right right on the bus. That's how I met my grandpa actually. Uh, during COVID, been up to a lot of writing. A lot of writing done. I wrote a prequel to Jaws. Called No Sharks Here, <laughs> Shark Free Town. I wrote a prequel to The Exorcist called This Girl's Fine, Normal and Shit. I was in line at the bank with my boyfriend. He pointed at some of the tellers. He said, "Hey, marry, fuck, kill." I said, uh, "Yeah, that's the plan." <laughs> so I come, I come from one of those big Southern families in the South, uh, the Deep South. One of those places where they think that like Sprite is good for you because it's clear. And they reuse the name Chris a lot in my family. We got like four Chrises. We got Little Chris, we got my cousin Big Chris, we have my brother City Chris. And even though my brother is both taller than Big Chris and has a lower BMI than Little Chris, they call him City Chris because he got caught reading a book in a duct line. And he never, never lived it down. Hey, a lot of people these days into polyamory. Uh, I don't know much about that life. Uh, I do know, from what I've observed, uh, if you're going to open up your relationship, if you're going to have, like, an open marriage, it seems like it's going to be a lot like opening up a good bottle of red wine. In that once you do it, once you open it, uh, it's going to last about five days. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I'm joking. But seriously, they could be so sanctimonious about it. They really believe that it's like not just falling in love with a bunch of people, it's a better way to live. I feel like sometimes they're saying to me, uh, hey, you know, I can have my cake, and I can eat it too. And they're also saying, you know, cake eating is one of the highest virtues. And I'm a little more enlightened than you because of all the cake that I ate. I also hear them saying to me, hey, can I spend the night at your house because they are all mad at me. (laughs) I can't go back to that apartment. I got the cake all over me. I need to take a shower. Uh, I was at the library recently. I saw a sign for adult coloring time. You know about this? You know the coloring's not just for little kids and people that got hit really hard in the head, right? These days it's for adults to do, right out in the open. And this sign, this sign at the library, here's what it said verbatim. It said, adult coloring time. Join us from 1 to 3 p.m. in the upstairs reading room, or just stop by for however long you like. That last part really tripped me out because, like, of all the things about adult coloring time, yeah, I know I can leave when I want to. Oh, this isn't the one where you lock the doors. This isn't the one where I have to keep going after my hand cramps up. Yeah, I know. Basically, most signs have that little subtext after it that you, you don't need. You know, like, <laughs> they don't need to put this. class meets three times a week or never if that's what you want. They don't show up. Fire exit. Or just stay in the fire, bro. It's your life burned to death. The hallway of this Ramada Inn.
6: Howdy, folks. This is Finch bringing you another episode of Always Free Radio, the podcast and internet streaming radio show that is by, for, and about people that like to participate in radio gatherings. This show is brought to you on Mutiny Radio, and you can listen to it every week live on the internet. Tuesdays from 4 to 6 p.m. San Francisco time, that's Pacific time, on mutinyradio.fm. And if you miss the live show, you can also listen to it by downloading it as a podcast uh, by looking for the podcast called Always Free. That's A-L-L-W-A-Y-S-F-R-E-E, all one word. Look for it on wherever you get your podcasts, whatever your provider is. The uh, the stand-up comedy that you just heard uh, was brought to you by Gladys uh, Emily Downing, and it was performed at the Pennsylvania Prism Rainbow Gathering last summer uh, in 2001. Um, Unfortunately, Gladys, tragically, Lost her life a week ago on Tuesday, and the entire community is reeling from this loss. Um, She was an absolute titan, rainbow superstar. And she was also a stand up comedian, so we are dedicating this episode, Gladys, and next part of the that you will hear is her full 30-minute stand-up act uh, at the same Pennsylvania Prism Rainbow Gathering. Uh, Gladys is survived by her twin babies, Gertrude and Elmer, who are going to be raised by their father now, and hopefully with a little bit of help from all of us. Um, we also suffered Another tragic loss this week. John Buffalo uh, passed away on Monday, May the 2nd. And John was one of our most longtime and most dedicated family. He did Shantasena for decades and participated in every part of Rainbow, and will, will be missed very, very much. Uh, finally, after uh, after we listen to this next stand-up set, uh, there has been a flurry of Rainbow Gathering-related news uh, in the media recently. Colorado has figured out that the 50th anniversary Rainbow Gathering will be coming their way, and the newspapers are all trying to guess where it'll be, how many people are coming, what the impact will be, and all of us are watching and trying to see how many times the headline will say that we are descending on some mountain town or another. Uh, so enjoy the current event and news download. But first, we hope you will enjoy laughs our favorite rainbow stand-up comedian. Love you, Gladys. Oh, good evening.
5: First of all, you guys, thank you so much for Oh my God, it's been like a year, so uh, don't don't expect much. but This is a golden opportunity, and Thank I'm so grateful. Uh, um, also, I used up all my short jokes here. Right, so let's, let's just get into it. Uh, my name's Gladys. I did move to New England for the winter time. Uh, I know that's kind of unusual. I know a lot of people up here wouldn't appreciate it. I hear them I hear all the time. They fantasize about moving to Florida, or Arizona, or California. They don't even know I, I mean, I, I can tell what they're thinking. They're like, oh, I'm going to wear flip-flops all the time. I can lick a metal pole all year round.
3: Uh, <laughs> I'm going to wear a straw hat, like in the Jason
5: Mraz video. But, man, it's, it's that kind of thing can turn out with the darkness. Cause, okay, basically, you know, we don't share an objective reality that is the weather. Half the year, think you start thinking all the ideas in their head are right. It's terrifying. <laughs> Just any idea that pops head could be correct, you know, stuff like vaccines cause autism, I should wear a more whimsical hat, uh, <laughs> you know what I should do, start a start a chapstick company, <laughs> that's what I should do with my entire life, basically I'm saying that you need the harsh winter time to press your hippies, down. and you get out there, it starts getting kind of sweet, up in Vermont, it's great, even our rednecks, you know, your eighth generation, Vermont, they're, they're, pretty, they're pretty good. A, they've been to another country. You know, they just got that out of the gene pool a long time ago. You can hang out at a party 300 years ago. It's negative 30, and that's thats the end of you. So you know, out west, somebody can't behave. They go outside. They're just outside. Right outside. Like right fogging up the window. Right out there. You're like, oh, people don't know. So I moved to New England to South. Uh, South. It's, it's been in the news lately for rising again. You know, we had a lot of problems out there growing up. I mean, I'll get into it. You know, crystal meth. It ravages community. Down on meth heads. But, you know, there's some upside. There's some upsides. <laughs> for one thing, meth heads, man, they'll make you super nostalgic for crack heads. <laughs> <laughs> and, how, and how they just want more crack and you can their actions based <laughs> on that. The thing with meth is, oh, man, it makes you super crazy. It costs almost nothing. Like, you can do two days a week at Burger King and pay for your meth habit. So what you have what you have, is a lot of crazy people walking around very quickly, obviously. A lot of time on their hands to work on their bespoke insanity. It'll be stories like, oh, my, my neighbor's. Just for a good cause. Not or, like, you will be in an alley and some dude comes up and you think he's going to rob you or whatever, but you can sign a contract so that's fine. That's fine. Uh, I had two kids. Recently, so they tell me. Uh, I know that shit's been hard. Cause I didn't even have that thing in high school. They like thing that you can take care of. Did it happen at anybody's high school? Life, do what, what, kind of baby was it?
4: what the <laughs> fuck? <laughs>
5: I thought, because they had, I thought it was going to be an egg, like, saved by the bell. Now they have a, mechan- a sack of flour? That's not realistic at all. You can't you can take a baby to a fish fry. Like, a sack of flour. And watch out. Man, weird. No, th- I mean, the whole point of that assignment is they wanted you to fail, right? They want you to have the baby, and you see how much it sucks but then, like, if you do test the assignment, are you, good <laughs> are you good to be one now? Like like when Mothers Against Drunk Driving comes to your school fair, and they have those goggles you put on that makes you drunk, and you drive with them. But then if you do a good job driving, they give you a card that says you're allowed to drive drunk now Because you did it. Or like when the DARE officer comes to your school, and he's got all those little samples of drugs in a plastic case, and then he lets you
4: do some of the blows. You're so
5: good at doing it. So good at doing. You, you say all the stuff that people on cocaine are supposed to say to each other, like, like, oh, your idea for a restaurant. I just, I think it's important, honestly, about where restaurants. Are. I think you gotta sit them down on the edge of the bed and look right in their eyes. love themselves very, very much. Uh, they have a restaurant concept. Together. That's where they come from. People these days, a lot of people these days, they want comedians like more than comedians. They want to be like, you know, preachers. When Anybody bad name all the members of Wimpus? Biscuit? Any of them you guys. Sure. You guys know at least one, right? Yeah. Right. It would yeah. be Fred, it would be Fred Durst, and then some people. I guess some people also know about this uh, I'm not I'm familiar, familiar with him. With him. Did
4: you know
3: that wasn't a
5: public? That was a real dude. We're in contact. But yeah, Fred Durst is the only one anybody ever knew. That would be really good to be Fred Durst in. The Restaurant table, all the barred out groupies. Um, you would want to be him, not the drummer, because like nobody knows who the drummer. And if you go fast forward to today, you would rather be the drummer because you're getting those residual checks. But nobody knows you. <laughs> <laughs> nobody but you.
4: Not like Fred Durst, who has
5: who has two hundred and ten million dollars. I looked that He's up. Silly. He's a rich man, but he can't enjoy it. Because <laughs> like even if you rent out the entire go kart pavilion, like there's still you know the two employees are still at Fred Durst. That's hilarious. I'm I'm just saying he lives in a prison made out of Fred Durst, <laughs> <laughs> and so you can't even enjoy the riches. Wasn't it crazy how Lincoln Park made all those songs about dudes having emotions? They had to be so they'd accept it. Like dudes are always and people in the songs are like they're crawling. Falling ripping and tearing. Like we get it. You're feeling it. Okay. Uh it's, it's I feel pretty boring when white people talk about their heritage, right?
4: When someone's yeah. trapped you in a conversation
5: they're talking about how they're Scotch, German, Irish on their mom's side, <laughs> they're Dutch, Irish, Scotch on their dad's side, so on and so forth. I don't know, I don't think people There's, there's usually, I mean, Irish is definitely going to be in there. The Irish are super proud of all the time. So many parades. But then <laughs> I guess, you know, there was how they used to be. I get back to that. That was, that was
3: my opinion.
5: So, people here listen to NPR, but I bet you've heard stuff about like the call of the abyss. Have you ever heard of What's the name for that feeling that you get, when you're like like when you're on top of a building, uh, falling off, and you think about the worst possible you know, driving, you think about how you know, that you're going to do it. You're not suicidal. You're thinking about you know what would happen if I went down. I've I've been having a lot of con- Sure. The, the, the real example. Now, their friends. They are charged with. They're called like. This
3: story about Scientology.
5: Of course, they have a picture. up and went over team, and up and like, hey guys, more like incising fear, am I right? Mm-hmm. Which caused a mild titter, it's not a good thing, a mild titter of laughter, but I couldn't even enjoy that little tiny moment of pleasure of bringing other people laughter because immediately I was thinking, and you know would make things really sad. said that again. said the punchline again. More like incising. A second time, but then that would probably probably work out because people would be excited about your joke landing and saying like it one more time. They give you a little, a little credit, and man, if you said it a third time, you're like, hey guys, we're like incising fear, am I right? Ha ha ha, we're like incising fear, am I right? Or we're like
4: incising
5: fear, am I right? That like right? right? third time, like they are going to frown a little bit and furrow their brows. And they're probably not going to say anything. They might shoot each other a glance. What if you said it a four <laughs> What if you said it four times? Oh, fuck. Now this is like the worst part of everyone's day. They feel so uncomfortable. They're fucking hating it. They're hating it. Oh, jeez. They're like looking around. And then you get into like five, six, seven. People are looking at the table. They might try to physically leave the room. There's like
3: Right. More like in sizing for, And then you go into like
5: eight, nine, ten times, they have to look at you. But what if you stab them, <laughs> <laughs> they wanna get stabbed.
4: Oh. And then it's like
5: how many times can you say the same thing in a row before they like call somebody? Before like they get a straight jacket for you, put it on you, or like just get on the phone about it. I mean I g- not out here though. Not right here. You could say something five hundred thousand times and just or like in sizing pure <laughs> He's like that. We love him. He's
4: great.
5: Uh, okay, so here's here's a j- here's a thing that's hard to do with audiences of normal people that we hear out here. Like stuff about traveling, it's hard to explain the lifestyle to people. It's hard to explain a lifestyle where it's like I would spend a lot of time doing stuff in front <coughs> of signs that were telling me exactly not to do that. Like the signs all day. <laughs> getting, getting that cash or sign that says, "You know, dogs must leave. I would never on a leash." I would never. Come on. Come on. Uh, and then, uh-huh. you know, eventually a security guard will come up to and be back back You've got to get out of here. Sometimes, sometimes they would point to the sign and be like, "Hey." I had that opportunity. I would always say, "No." <laughs> <laughs> And that would usually they just give me a weird look, but then sometimes, oh my god, sometimes they would be like, Why? And then then you got a real sandbox to play in. That's so good. You can say
3: You know, I'm always gonna
5: say something I'm always gonna say something real, like something that's going on in someone's real life, like, oh, I was actually like in a cult and so I ran away mm-hmm. at age twenty one, and they never taught us how to so much help me get my documents and security cards. <laughs> <laughs> like ask them, you know, or like some frozen airplane waves. fell out and hit me on the head. And ever since then, I can't read. And, and the hope is that he like goes home to his family that night and he tells them of this fantastical tale of this, of this person that he met and their story and then they all think about people whose lives are different. And have had the same opportunities, And they, you know, have a better understanding there's also <laughs> the possibility that he says to me, hey, my sister's the only person who's been hit by <laughs> day, playing poop in this hemisphere since 1974,
4: and then now I learned something.
5: <laughs> I'm the one that learned the lesson. And I'd like that, too. And being out being out there sometimes, you know, you're out there for years and stuff, sometimes it's a little I would. I mean, I was having a great time out there, but driving all over America, I'd wonder myself, "Is it right. this? should I be out here doing all these drugs, having great sex, things? Um, the best use of my talents and time, though they may be?" When I was having one of these moments of, you know, sort of like existential crisis. Um, I'm so glad that I got behind an edible arrangement because once I saw that truck and that pap- <coughs> I knew that, like, I just remembered edible, uh, edible arrangement, what it is. That there's like a whole building they there have to show up to so they can cut up pineapples and put towels in them, That they're using fossil fuels, like call it all over America. To, like, I, guess that in, I don't know. Who <laughs> <laughs> orders edible arrangement? But, like, it's an entire company. going on? I'm good. I'm good to go. I'm not I'm not the person that stuff would know when it does uh, look patchy the thing everything I do is So <laughs> you guys not being able to read does it tell your dyslexia right? They they told me you and Growing up, you think that would be a, you know, but also it didn't really come with like an expanded, you know, like could just parents wouldn't take me to the library. They would just Or like the they would buy me every. Season, uh, in print. Man, when I was six, I read Cujo because it had a doggy on the. Cover. And you guys. In the book Hoojo, a guy breaks into his girlfriend's apartment, smashes every single thing that he owns, ejaculates on his head spread, and then and at the time that was distressing No, you know, I mean, first of all I didn't want all my units to be smashed, but Also the semen, part. that was that was hard for me to do like I knew Salem's lot wasn't real and the Pretty aware that semen, is like as a concept, and around me all the time, and I just, I just didn't know. Is that how adults treat each other? Is this what dating is gonna be like? <laughs> is this what I have to get ready for? But it didn't even matter because like now, if I came home now and found a puddle of semen on my bedspread, y'all not even washing that for like four days. <laughs> I'm just taking it to the bottom of the bed. <laughs> Who cares? Uh, Man, child actors. Why are Why are we still Why are we still having them? I'm not the <laughs> best parent, but I know more than to ever let that happen to my kids. What a bizarre ass life. It's the only profession too that we allow kids to do. Not like anyone's like, oh, our son, our, you know, M- 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 loves oil fracking, so so we did quit our jobs and moved to North Dakota to just to give him a. Play if it works <laughs> out for him, as long as he's enjoying it. And no even if you're like, even if your first grader is a math whiz, no one's like, "Oh, you should pull him out of elementary school." And make a-. That'd That'd be good. And honestly, oil fracking probably be safer. Like, acting's the only profession that requires. Absolute scum of the earth. <laughs> that, that are probably going to fuck up your kids mentally and probably just plain fuck them. I've heard that's bad for their development. <laughs> it's not good. I, mean, I can't even enjoy watching a movie that has a bunch of kids. I feel like I'm watching a of their childhood. I feel like I'm watching a movie, uh, you know, where the dog dies, but from back before it was 1939 know that before nineteen thirty nine those horses were not okay. They didn't make it. It wasn't it wasn't good for them. And then sometimes people try to tell me, oh, some of the child actors turn out alright. What about Jody Foster? Jodie Foster's okay. You guys know Jody Foster's like friends with Mel Gibson. Is she okay?
3: Is she okay?
5: Okay. Um, what did I have? What did I have on the Testosterone. Testosterone starts off with talking about NPR. And like I'm not sure. That might be like a little special. I don't know. It's, just, I, it's a little cute. To me. you guys but listen to NPR often? I don't know. Like Steven. I not know how to pronounce Lyrics and the stuff and like, oh man, Radio Lab. Radio loud, Like if you're telling a story that takes place in England, you don't have to play Hail Britannia for me to like, like hold that <laughs> idea in my head. Fucking oh. baby. Um, but anyway, so I was listening to it one day because there's nothing else in the car. And they were doing a story about Much of it or too little of it. People were like or whatever and what were going down a list of, like, uh, like fact, uh, attributes of people that have, like, a lot of of I was hearing it, I was like, okay, yeah, maybe identify with some of that, it was stuff like mm-hmm. palm. But one of them literally, this is literally one of them, <laughs> uh, another one of them was, which I was, uh, but the last one uh, they told you about which is, was that levels of testosterone rise when you are uh, both
4: working out,
5: like in the middle of a really hard workout, or watching.